we're live. <laughs> I'm Sam. And I'm Adam. And you're listening to the uh, 31st episode of PM Metal Guide podcast. Damn, that many already? Yeah, dude. We're, time we're flies. Time, yeah. <laughs> time, we are indeed Zoomers. Yeah. Today we're talking, <laughs> talking about the, the overall dumbness when it comes to best of all time metalists because they're dumb. Stupid. They are dumb, stupid, and dumb. In fact, uh, in the words of yes. Six Nine, as um, in the words of Takashi himself, yeah, because uh, they do a poor job of representing a lot of things metal. But before that, we gotta talk about the uh, lukewarm music listening week we both had. I don't know. I think we had enough. I think we had okay weeks. There's a lot to talk about here. Yeah, I think I think the most exciting one is Tricot because I've been listening to Tricot. Dude, really Tricot. Where did Tricot come from? I. It's not all right. Preface: Not metal, but good. <laughs> um. Yeah, they're Japanese. Um, why don't you like? Why don't you like the Japs, bro? I do like the Japs, dude. No. Um. Tricot is a four-piece all-female Japanese math rock band. Um, that just plays jams, dude. It's just <laughs> tasty it's, jams. It's tasty, tasty fucking jams. Tasty math rock jams. That's literally it. Like that's all. Yeah, there's it like is. a little bit of post-hardcore influence, just enough. Mm-hmm. Like all the songs sound like really well done anime openings. That's that are, exactly like, just composed yeah. well. Yeah, it's um, and they put out two albums this year, so. Yeah, and they they're both like no the way i found out about them is i had to do a general programming show and i was like oh and it was really last minute and so i just looked at the non-metal highest rated albums on rym and i was like oh wow they're two what's this band oh they have the the character for uh, i i've taken about a year of japanese so i can speak and read a little bit of it of course and uh they i was i was like oh they're just some funny song names and uh lo and behold it's just banging math rock that is banging math rock. I, I completely agree. Um, and yeah, I don't. I mean, there are two albums. I I don't know what the first one is called because it has a Japanese title and I don't remember it. But I mean, the second one is called <laughs> Ten, and it just came out like two weeks ago, and uh, it's good. It's good. It's really good. Yeah, apparently they they've been at it for a while. Like yeah, they they have. They I think it's like their fifth or sixth album, which is pretty great. I think they're from Kyoto. There you go. Um, all right. Well, now that Tricot is off the table, what 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 else do you get? What else do you need to talk about, Sam? I see we've both been listening to that Draconian album quite a bit. <laughs> Dude, this a, I have bit. such mixed feelings about this album. Thing is, I was I was going through uh, the most recent Black Market earlier today, and their passage on the Draconian album was like the most accurate thing I've ever read. It was like, all right. Sorry, now I gotta whip it up. Uh, in the meantime, yeah. you can talk about it because I think we have the same feelings, and that's well executed. But holy shit, the cheese! I mean, I think gothic metal in general is just cheese, and it can't not be cheese. Just sort of the approach to a female vocal over like a somber doom metal line <laughs> is just such a meme. And I mean, this band, among many others, just takes that in stride. Um, but I mean, like, the Death Doom <laughs> is solid, like, really solid, so it's a balancing act of, like, okay, this is really well done, but at the same time, holy crap, like, 
<laughs> yeah, I have a I have a quote here. Right. But if you like crushing gloom and can hang with ridiculous transitions between unabashed operatic female vocals, brutal gutturals, and self-serious Swedish guy spoken word, the early stuff has a certain charm. Ellipsis. Uh, even the yeah so but it's moon over sabbath that brings it all together the thick syrupy doom of the early days the perfect harsh vocals over the verse even the absurd spokens that culminate with an ugh for the ages it's ridiculous and it works thank you aaron Livier. um i my computer freaked out while that was happening but you know what? I bet what you yeah, said. Yeah, I was, I was going to say. Um, yeah, but you great. know what? I agree with most of what I heard from that quote. Um, that's, yeah. If you can if you can deal with those transitions, like, you're in for a good album. Because I think it is a good album. It just has. Yeah, it's, no, it's really well done. It's well performed. It sounds great. It's just like, when I was listening to this, and I, f- I felt like, I don't know. I just, <laughs> like, metal weenie is kind of a dumb term. But sure, I don't know. It's it's like you just hearing these sick ass doom riffs with like gutturals, and then suddenly you hear like a this this dude with a very thick Swedish accent just be like, and her ghost, which was standing <laughs> over there, spoke about the undeath of me, and uh, <laughs> that's like the whole album. <laughs> I mean, yep, yep, um. I I guess you know what that's most of the genre though, and for a band that does it well, that's saying something. So good, no, good, good for them. This is like their fifteenth album or something. I know it's they've been around for since like nineteen ninety four, some dumb shit like that. So good on them. Uh, yeah, no, I mean it's a good album. It's just cheesy. Yeah, it is cheesy. Speaking of good albums that are cheesy, where are you going? Where are you going I, uh, from that? So I got a so Adam, have you listened to any Mallow Carpeton? I have actually listened to some Mallow Carpeton, uh, particularly that album that came out this year, earlier in like May. I Are think you not going to try to pronounce it? What the name of the album? I can I can do my best. Um, all the tracks. Krupp ins own. I think that's the name of the album. It's my best. Yeah, I, um, what about that first track? <laughs> it's like, uh, I will. V Brazovic Kajek Pobles Bup. I I'm sorry. No. We love you, Finland. I can't speak your language. <laughs> yeah. Oh my. This like this. Uh, this album is great. Yes. This is one of those like shredded bubble albums that I was like, all right, I need a I need a healthy dosage of shredded bubble in my listening rotation. It was on and the so, um. It was on the RYM best of list for a little while uh, earlier when it came out. Um, in like May and June. So. I mean, it's so bizarre. It's so weird. It's very. It's like it's like early Norwegian black metal mixed with like rush worship, mixed with folk songs and like a lot of tribal and choir elements. I don't know if you if you did you listen to the Rebel Wizard album that came out this year? No, I haven't listened to the Rebel Wizard album. Well, a it's good. B this album is like that, but weirder and longer. The Mm -hmm. songs are longer, which is fucking great. I think. Yeah, no, I mean, I definitely got to give it some more time because, like, what's here is really interesting. And it's biz- it really is weird. Like, I-, I have to listen to a lot of old school prog for certain reasons. And it's weird hearing the direct, like, early Russian influence here. Sure. But uh, definitely, uh, definitely interesting. Mm-hmm. Definitely good. 
you know, definitely worth the peep. Would suggest. Yeah. Um, staying in the metal zone. Um, I recently, when I was doing a, um, a, like, learning tracks for my Bandcamp show, I found this group called Wounds of Recollection, which is a horrible name, but uh, they're, it's a one-piece black gaze band from, like, Georgia, right? And their entire aesthetic is just, like, the early 2000s um, emo aesthetic, right? Like, the name the name of the album is Nowhere Else Feels Like Home, and there's a house on the cover, right? So, like... <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, like... The yeah, entire- I was... I saw this, and I, I literally, like... I haven't heard of the band outside of seeing it in your Topster, and I saw it in your Topster, and I was like, dang, I didn't know Adam's been listening to emo. And then I found the band on Metalum. Yeah, yeah, no. So, they have an entire emo aesthetic, but it's... I mean, it's just... It's long-form um, black gaze. Like... I thought it was like Funeral Doom. Well, I thought it was Funeral Doom too, but then I actually listened to the music and for once the metalum the metalum categorization is wrong. At least for this album, it is this is a black gaze album. But gotcha. it's it's I will say though, I maybe can understand where the Funeral Doom comes from because it doesn't feel like a Death Heaven album or an Alcest album. It feels like a slogging sadness ask uh black gaze album where it's just it just drones it just goes like expansive (laughs) expansive soundscape like it like screams into the oblivion like riffs that go on for way too fucking long um it's a really it's 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 I mean, one man bedroom black gaze from the 2010s. It's one man bedroom black gaze from the 2010s. Yeah, but honestly, I'm really enjoying it. Um, and it is absolutely an album that you can just sort of just like leave your body with because it is just kind of the whole thing has a very ephemeral sheen that obviously black gaze does a very good job at. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think it's worth a listen or two. It it's like six tracks where. Four of them are more than like ten minutes, um, and comprise most of the meat of the album. But yeah, it's good. Give it a listen, as one would expect. As one would expect. Um. Gosh, I, okay. I, I, all the other, uh, my dad was using my Spotify this week, <laughs> hence why Brian Adams cut like a knife is on my topster. Hey, <laughs> Brian Adams might have merit, but Brian Adams has some slappers. But uh, all so on 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 actually good music, I finally got around to cranking the new Fondlems a few times, and wow, and, yeah, and <laughs> wow, <laughs> it really like I forget what exactly made me listen to it, but I think it was a a blog post, and I was like, okay, you know what, I'll, I like Fondlems, I'll check it out, and holy heck, they really no just seriously do it. <laughs> like like their first record does not do this one justice at all. Because this one is just, it's, like, it takes yeah, math grind to another level. Yeah, it's like math grind with oodles of influence from black metal. And then, like you said, the pr- the Frontier production is nuts. Yeah, it's it just, wild. It just makes it so heavy. Just fucking, oh my god, it's, 
And like, what, so like one a of the Sonic things assault. that can get a little bit annoying with Frontier is how all their songs are a little formulaic. And this album, like, not a single song sounds normal, and it no. just goes in a million places. And so when you get the wild hooks out of nowhere, they feel that much more cathartic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. It's it's amazing. It should probably be on a year end list. Oh, really I, I mean, look, it's on my best of list so far, and I don't expect it to go anywhere down. Currently, it's riding pretty high. At least within top 20, so... Yeah, I definitely need to listen to it a few more times, and it helps that it's, like, 30 minutes long, too. Yeah, it's, yeah super, super digestible, which actually is one of... I don't, this is sort of an another place to take this take, but, like, I was re-listening to Unloved, and that album's a little too long, I think. Yeah, no, I agree. A little bit, but beside the point, good album is good. Good album, good. Other than that, I've just been listening to, like, Mucor, because... I did a Mucor show. Mucor, I, I re- I've been really listening to the early Swans, really diving into like, but more than just filth, like, like Cop, Greed, uh, Holy Money, um, and Children of God, and just I, I don't know, man, like something about that early era Swans like tickles that sludge metal fancy while still being just so fucking random just so out of anything that had really been ever created at that point i guess yeah and what's what's fun about like all those songs is sure they're heavy as balls but they also have mimetic like jira moments Mm -hmm. and super memorable lines throughout i didn't think that repeating like the same five or six lines throughout an entire song would be so effective in like cementing a hook but nope jira knows how to do it and he he, that's all he does on those early swans albums there's like three lines (laughs) to every song (laughs) no more yeah i know i i I forget um there's this really great like fake reaction video someone made like parodying um the react brothers or fine bros or whatever, <laughs> where it's like kids react to swans, Let's and it's him. It's him doing gr- greed. This like really infamous live performance of greed, yep. where he just like goes bananas on the mic, <laughs> and uh, that's what it makes me think of. Yeah, it's really good, obviously. But I think that sh- I think that early swans needs to be talked about a little bit more because I I I do think that it's great. I mean, granted the Well, trilo- if you talk to any boomer, they'll go bananas for early swans. Fair enough, fair enough. Um yeah, I don't know. The RYM kids are only talking about the trilogy though. Got to got to bring them up. <laughs> Let's Anthony Fantano has to review all the early swans albums. Fact, that's a fact. Um oh, one more thing that I wanted to mention. System S- of a down. <laughs> System of a down. Going back and listening to Toxicity with a refined palette. Holy crap. Holy like <laughs> what, what are you trying to say here? Pal? I had the big brain moment. Like I'm a system of a down fan now. Cause I re-listened to Toxicity and I was like, holy shit, these songs all go hard as fuck. Their lyrics are just oh man, so direct. Like, I put on prison song and I was like I was like, sir, Serge, like, you're like 20 years early, my man. Like, like science has failed us, dude. I I just, I I don't know. I was really taken aback. Early, like, what's something? 
it's funny because like Sod are like one of the biggest metal bands ever, but of like course. we don't give those albums enough credit. No, seriously, like, that's what I mean. They're they're dude, their debut, uh, steal this album, toxicity, mm. like. Oh man, they're all amazing. Like it it just goes so unbelievably hard. The musicianship is all amazing. And like they they you know, like Serge is a shit singer, but like he's got a message and he's got to put it out there. So, well, he's not a shit and, singer. And that's but... what that's why it's great when like when when the earlier this week, I think today the drummer came out and said this election is far from over. Uh dude, Joe Biden won via fraud. It's so, it's so funny because the band is so split internally, but like they can still put out like the two singles that just came out are like pro Armenia anti-Azerbaijan but like that shit still happens I don't know <laughs> it's so that's, funny that's a character study in and of itself but uh, uh, yeah, I know, dude, uh, no seriously I, I definitely have to re-listen to the Sod discography but yeah. no dude the bass pick is Steel this album's their best work Rate Your Music would not agree well Rate, rate Your Music's for posers <laughs> oh listen to our first they, podcast they, think, they no. think Road to Jude is the best Death Head Oven album that's not true. That's <laughs> no, not it's not. Oh, that's don't bait. even that's bait. D- d- don't slander. Don't slander the number three album of all time, Sunday. There, okay. Let's <laughs> look them up. Come on now. All right. Um. Assume. So, assuming we have nothing else to talk about, this uh, this is a really good not. transition. It is a good transition. <laughs> so, speaking of best albums of all time, oh god, I, dude. Well, our topic for today, we're going to be going through some lists on the internet of the best metal albums of all time from some pretty highly used and, I guess, accredited sources. Um, I'm going to puke. I'm going to puke. I can't handle this. We're just, we're we're going to go through and we're going to, we're going to analyze. I think, all right, so for reference, we're going to go through the Rate Your Music top metal charts, the Rolling Stones Best 100 metal albums of all time, which came out, um, when? Shit. Uh, sometime. At some point, it came out. Uh, we're also going to be going through the Loudwire list that came out, um, in 2015. Uh, and the Metal Storm Top 200 list that is also constantly updated. So two of these lists are being constantly updated, while the arguably bigger lists are cemented as what were at the time, um, what they qualified as the greatest metal albums of all time. That the Rolling Stone one came out in two thousand seventeen. So yeah, so I mean, realistically, there's we're not too far removed if we're no. talking about metal as a whole. No. So Adam. Uh, Let's just get it out there. Paranoid, best metal album of all time, without doubt. And it's always got to be followed by either Master of Reality or Master of Puppets. That's it. <laughs> those, are the, those are the three best metal albums ever. Well, that is what most sources put out. Um, as the Loudwire, Rolling Stone, and Radio Music Chart all put that album, uh, of course, Black Sabbath's Paranoid, at the top. Um, what do you think of that, Sam? Do you think it's a deserving slot? So, what you know, being 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 someone uh, that really likes to categorize things, and like you know, we get really specific about genre. You get specific about like 
gear used. And so I really hate looking at these 50 best metal albums or like 100 best metal albums lists. And it's just like the criteria used is just best metal albums, right? Like it's never most influential or it doesn't talk about like why they did it. It's just a consensus list, right? And that really annoys me because if... In, if they if they said something like you know best metal most influential metal albums or like most important metal albums that makes sense right because it lets you you know justify a lot of these choices but when they just say like simply best metal albums ever based assumedly on quality it it just kills me it really does because don't get me wrong paranoid amazing album we probably wouldn't listen to half the shit we do without paranoid ever existing oh absolutely and if front to back bangerinos and super influential but is it really the best piece of work in a subgenre with like over like what how, how many metal albums do we have on metal like hundreds of thousands of the yeah. past 60 years like is it really this 140,000 is the number yeah 140,000 metal albums is is paranoid really the best one like i just i just hate that and don't get me, like don't get me wrong i think a lot of these albums are deserved except for those that aren't we'll talk about those we'll talk but about like them. But like, holy heck, it just, it just pisses me off. Cause in all these lists, you see an incredible bias towards like, towards like the first three years of metal existing as a genre and towards like the big four. And that's understandable because those bands are huge and they're important. But if you're going to use exclusively like bands that haven't released good albums in the past 40 years, then, uh, at least say you're going to do that, you know? Right. Like a lot of these lists, the sole representative we have for the entire 2010s is Sunbather. And sure, Sunbather's great, super influential, popular album. But wh- That's an issue. why? But like, at least show some diverse. I don't know. I'm sure you feel the same way. No, it's I. Just, it's just dumb. I I do feel the same way. It's it's really difficult because, like, this list is being written by the boomer. Because who is the staff of Rolling Stone going to trust with the knowledge of the best metal album of all time? It's going to be the person who's, A, been working for them the longest, that listens to metal and has been for the longest time. And the same goes for, like, Loudwire or Metal Sucks or any of those publications, even anyone that we would listen to, you know, or read. Those, all of those are going to be hinged on those early releases because that's what those people were listening to. And that's what they do listen to. Yeah, and like if you want to specifically with the Rolling Stones example, like I I forget who they 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 get to write this list but, or like edit the list, but like it's not like generally I'd trust more of like the Brooklyn metal hipsters to do a better job, like sure. you know Invisible Orange, NCS, Toilet of Hell to a lesser extent, but like love those guys too. But like they'll often poke fun at how dumb the concept of these lists are and how they utterly fail to address the past. 30 years of musical relevance and because it's true it's true the and the lack of representation of extreme metal is also absolutely abhorrent because usually and what i see is the farthest they'll go is mentioning like super early wave black metal like venom or Uh even even maybe mayhem yeah, um, and it's or, like that's that's the cra- that's the yeah. black like those are the three black metal albums. It's like oh, we got Venom, maybe Bathory, and Mayhem. And yeah, guys, it. black metal has released like a thousand albums every year for thirty years. Like, come on. Yeah. So it's gonna be interesting. I think we should go through the list as one by one and just sort of look at them 
uh, and compare them to each other. All right, we got to start with Loudwire because this list is hysterical. It is. So uh, off the bat, number one, Paranoid Black Sabbath. Number two, Master of Puppets, Metallica. Okay, makes sense. Like, whatever. We're, we'll talk about whether they're deserving again later. Let's just go through for now. Number three, Number of the Beast by Iron Maiden. Another predictable pick. Number four, Rain and Blood, Slayer. Five, Pantera, Vulgar Display of Power. Very <laughs> interesting choice for a number five. Okay? Don't don't get me wrong. Great album. Fucking Hostel is like the bangerino thing ever like that song dude by demons be driven all i'm saying yeah like that album's great don't get this wrong number six ozzy osbourne blizzard of oz okay now this is under the (laughs) assumption that this is better than the black sabbath debut and master of reality just think about that for a hot second (laughs) <laughs> oh, also every black metal album ever released also every prog metal album ever released also every sludge metal album ever released every, also every, every t- death metal album every, every even tech every- death al- oh my god it's just like it. Pa- it's painful it really does hurt and like i understand that like these lists are sort of designed to piss you and me off because they just they'll then by like by their design they can never account for no. everything but it just, it still hurts seeing fucking Blizzard of Oz. Like, that's an, that's an album I've never once listened to in full, and I never will. No, it's... At, like, number six. Better at, than at ever. number six. Even, like, you know what? Judas Priest Screaming for Vengeance. Like, okay, you know what? I'll take it. Because that jo- that album reinvented what heavy metal was to become. I, I'll admit it. Fine. And that, sure, I'll, I'll take a number seven Screaming for Vengeance. But, like, God, man, like... Did Blizzard of Oz do anything except make Ozzy Osbourne relevant again? The answer's no. Uh, the answer's no. Even that's even higher than fucking Ride the Lightning. Yeah, right. Like and P cells and Master of Reality. <laughs> like it's it's nuts. It, I think uh, it just hurts. It just hurts. Yeah. And like I'm, I think my biggest issue with these lists is I really do feel like they should be limited to one band because it mm. really, it really. It really feels like a kick in the dick when, like, you're you go to the top ten and it's four Metallica albums and four Seriously. Black Sabbath albums, yeah. and it's like, uh, okay. Now no, you can go on, like, even the even the rate your music one, which we'll look at, is the top three is Black Sabbath, the next two are Metallica. Like, really? Like, are, are, I mean, I don't get me wrong; those albums are great, but I don't know. Yeah, it's I, like, oh, aren't aren't there other aren't there other bands in these genres? <laughs> sure, literally. Um, all right, we're gonna keep going through the Rolling Stone list or the Wild Wire list for a little bit. Number eleven, Tool Lateralis. Okay, you know what? I'll take a, a pseudo prog pick for number eleven. Fine, makes and also, sense. Also, like one of the best selling metal albums like ever. Absolutely. I mean. I think deserve it, but that's also because we will suck Tool's cock to climax day in and day out. But number number twelve, Motorhead Ace of Spades. What do we think? Man, Lemmy's cool, but Motorhead aren't even a metal band. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I was. But, I mean, 
Motorhead are sort of known for having no great albums. They're 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 like the definition of a singles band, especially metal. Sure. And don't get me wrong, I'm sure they deserve a spot somewhere on this list. But number twelve, above every, like everyone, above like Toxicity directly behind them, above Venom, above Blackwater Park, like ugh. it says <laughs> that no speed or thrash metal would exist without Motorhead. Which I, I mean, don't. That's know. probably true. I don't know. I mean, it might be true. When did Kill 'Em All come out? 92 or 92 82 82 I don't know if Metallica heard Ace of Spades and was like you know what this is what we're gonna do now that's just my thought but regardless um yeah System of a Down Toxicity also I think a little I like we just gave this album immense praise as it deserves but like I don't know if it's a 13 album yeah, yeah, I don't know no. if it's the 13th best metal album of all time. Well, yeah. that's the thing. That's the problem with these lists is like at any given point, can you really be like, oh, this album, like this 45 minute long piece of work is the best in its genre of yeah. all time or deserves to be above these other ones? Like, I it's, don't know. It's, it's really difficult to judge. Um, but I don't know. Because directly after that is Venom's Welcome to Hell. The first arguable black metal album on this list although those albums are not black metal but beside the point um it definitely invented black metal uh so I, that's cool um after that is blackwater park which is a constant on all of these lists of course yeah true true hipsters know that uh, the best opeth albums uh heritage and you're lying to yourself if that's not <laughs> the case <laughs> uh. Alright, 16 Black Sabbath, 17 Dio's Holy Diver, 18 Judas Priest, Sad Wings of Destiny, an album I've never heard of, for the record. You've never heard, dude, you've never listened to Sad Wings of Destiny? No, I haven't. Truly. It's a classic. Um, Alright, fair enough. Fair enough. Number 19, Leviathan, by Mastodon. <laughs> number 20 <laughs> rainbows rising we're going to 25 21 right, tw- <laughs> sepultura beneath the remains oh no <laughs> okay so uh claimed as a brilliant amalgam of thrash and death metal okay um oh no I-, I don't know i also feel like beneath the remains isn't the best sepultura album I'm not a Sepultura fan, but I'm sure Sepultura fans uh, do not agree with that. Number 22 yeah, is... Oh, no, go for it, please. Oh, no, uh, yeah. I, I'd expect, you know, being being Loudwire, I'd expect them to go for Roots, Roots. there. And, like, I, I hate that album. It has not aged well at all. No. But, it, like, it's Loudwire. They gotta, they gotta pick the consensus favorites of every band. That's true. Such a Slayer season in the best number 22. The actual best Slayer album. That's a fact. Um, I can agree with that. Uh, number 23, Black Sabbath, Heaven and Hell. Oh, no. Which is not a good album. Cause Whoa, Black- shots fired, dude. Uh, I like look, Heaven. 80s Black Sabbath is not for me. Yeah, but it has Dio, bro. I'm not a fan. I'd rather listen to Dio or Rainbow. All right, anyway. well, controversial boomer opinion aside. <laughs> yeah. Um... Number 24, Queensryche's Operation Mindcrime. Pretty important prog album. Pretty important. 
Well, I, I'll, I'm gonna, I'll say it right now. That album has not aged well. You no, listen to that album now, and it's like, wow, this sucks. Well, yeah. And so and like, I, I listen to nonstop prog like every day of my life, and that album kind of sucks. Fair. Well, I mean, the modern, the modern. You gotta understand though, that album influenced like Dream Theater. So like, which is at number twenty five. Which is at number twenty five. Dream Theater's images and words, which is a very also loud, wiry pick. For this list, um, even though that is their best album, without a doubt. Um, so nah, that's, bruh. Don't even don't don't start. We're <laughs> uh, um. <laughs> like we're we're astonishing apologists here. <laughs> <laughs> so that's that's the Loudwire list. Okay, okay. Let's jump well, okay. I just gotta I gotta pick out a couple utter shit pit takes from here. Okay. All right, from the back. The, half. The, yeah, from the back half. Of course, they have to include all five Metallica albums for redundancy's take. They 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 throw um Bathory's debut in there for some reason instead of going for the sicker later albums. Um, they they have to throw three more Iron Maiden albums because you know of course of all the of all the Slipknot albums they include the Slipknot's debut and freaking Accept are in there. Like, come, I'm sorry, this is just sucks. <laughs> like, yeah. It's not, it's not good. I mean, like, and Cannibal Corpse is on there, too. And, like, don't get me wrong, Cannibal Corpse funny and, like, make okay death metal. Okay, dude. No, thing is, I think Cannibal Corpse should be way higher than they are. Really? Like, I think we deserve some more, like, Floridian OSDM representation. Because, like, that's another issue with these lists, is it sort of looks at, like, all the important scenes in metal and says... No, and just picks like Black Sabbath and Metallica over and over again. Like well, even Death, we don't even see a Death album until like number thirty-seven. It's true. And like, uh, let's be yeah. real, Death should be in the top ten. I agree. Um, which for some some of the rankings it is, but you have Slaughter of the Soul instead at number thirty. What do you what do you think of that pick? Look, Slaughter of the Soul is great. I don't know if it's better than friggin' um. I don't know if it's better than symbolic or, or, or symbolic. symbolic. Yeah, come on. And, like, sure. that album's great, but if anything, it should be higher. Like, it, it's probably better than, like, one of the eight Iron Maiden albums ahead of it. Um, another pick that genuinely confuses me, because I've never seen this album on any other list ever, is the Anthrax album at number 29. Dude, Among uh, the Living? I'm not saying it's not a good album, but what I'm saying is, like, I that's not on any best of metal list I've ever seen. That's widely considered the best Anthrax album. I, that's, I bet. And it was released in, in 86 and 87 are like they're like the they're the meccas of thrash right the be- right yeah <laughs> yeah and uh that was an 80 that's like an 87 classic granted right. i don't like anthrax i don't think they've been <laughs> deserved to be in the top in the big four but that's their best album sure um all right all right let's move away from loudwire go to go to rolling stone um oh no judas Dude, we got okay British Steel okay. at number three does not no, no. I I disagree. Um, I just I I can't accept that for face value, as well as Motorhead's No Remorse at eight at number seven. Uh, yeah, Ozzy Osbourne's Blizzard of Oz at number eight or number nine. Hey, like, look, we we Adam. They only have three Black Sabbath albums in the top ten this time. Okay. <laughs> It's unbelievable. I mean, it, it, these lists hold pretty similar. You got debut Iron Maiden album, Screaming for Vengeance, 
within Pop 15. The first instance of Black Sabbath's Volume 4, which is actually, okay, fine. No, dude, Volume 4 is their best album. Sad. But directly Hey, we got to see Diary of a Madman. <laughs> oh my god, man. Two Ozzy Osbourne albums in your top 15. I, I, I They go for the Patrician Anima, though, in the top 20 instead of Lateralis. I kind of respect that because it's a more metal album, arguably. Arguably, no, I mean, the rest of, dude. This list, like, then we, this list how many Megadeth? We see like two Megadeth albums in the top twenty. Like, is there a good have, Megadeth album? I'd argue no. I would also argue <laughs> no. Motley Crue and Danzig at twenty-two and twenty-three. Uh, now look, 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 and the problem is, is I don't know. Why <laughs> no, dude? Like, actually, why the fuck would you put either of those on there? First of all, first Motley Crue album is actually pretty good. Second of all, Danzig's not metal. No, but neither is Motley Crue. The first, like, the, it's it's like it's it's it toes the right. line. Early, all right. The early yes, Too Fast for Love is close to a hair metal and heavy metal album. I, I I'll yeah. give it that. But Danzig should not be on the list because that's not metal. Yeah, um, no, I agree. I mean, honestly, like this list, I just feel like it's, it's out of order because they have a lot of good picks. Like we got obviously the Rage debut, Alice in Change Dirt, uh, Celtic Frost. They 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 go with the actual best Sepultura album, Chaos AD. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm always surprised by how many lists li- like hit Corn's debut in these lists. Like they always hit with Corn's debut. I mean, yeah, even I was surprised with um, fucking. The Alice in Chains album. Like, like, I know that's not a metal album, but I know actually that that album is extremely important for metal. So, like, props. Um, yeah, I mean, hey, they're in metal. No, I agree. Um, yeah, Far Beyond Driven, lower on that list. Obviously, The Mysterious Dom Satanus at 40. Um, Kios. Kios. <laughs> oh, bizarre. Yeah. But, uh, I, I don't know. People, some people like it. Then like, I, and but then like the but then the back half of this list is just like oh guys you know what Judas Priest Iron Maiden of and like like they just cram every big name with like their bad albums not bad but like I don't really think Stained Class deserves to be number forty three here yeah. I don't think Motley Crue deserve another album here <laughs> yeah sure. like it's really telling when the highest ranking like when the most recent album to like anywhere on this list is like. Or the, the the highest in you, you know what I'm trying to say like Mastodon's Leviathan is like considered their like new entry on the list and that album came out 16 years ago, right. the, and, and at 46 it is the most recent album on the list at this high. Okay, what is it? Oh, ma- the Mastodon album. Yeah, Leviathan. Okay. Yeah, and then I, after that, like it just devolves into degeneracy, I think, because like what's interesting is you have like. Dream Theater's Images and Words at 95. Okay. All right. Sure. That's pretty low for that, but fine. Sunbather's above it at 94. But then, this is going to crack it up. 98 <laughs> is oh my God, dude. Monolith Evanescence. and and then Evanescence. <laughs> how do you, how do you, how do you even do that? How, dude, how do you justify it? I just don't get it. You, you don't. 
I'd like to see like, them try. And then it, what's funny is like City of Evil's immediately behind Evanescence. And City of Evil is, is infinitely better than that record in virtually every way. Seriously. <laughs> and just think of like like I know I know we're like we're hipster black metal kids that like like twenty tens because that's when we started listening to metal, but like where's my where's my exercise in futility, dude? Where's my terminal yeah. velocity, dude? Where's my yeah. where's my uh I don't know any landmark album that came out after the year 1981. <laughs> where where's Agaloc? Yeah, oh my, I didn't even think of that. No, where is Agaloc? And the answer is fucking nowhere. And we're going to write Agaloc's recent album a here. little bit. I think the the most recent album here is actually um Kvelotech with Mare. And it's like that and Sunbay, they both came out in 2013. Granted, very both important albums. Like, I don't know, man. Oh, dude, it's bad because, like, the back half of this list has some good picks. No, like, seriously. Dude, Naked City, holy based Batman. No, literally, Helmet? Hello? Also, uh, fucking, um, excuse me. Calculating Infinity is higher than Jane Doe, opinion. Like, best, <laughs> That's metal, best metal album of all time, I do not agree with. I can't, I cannot, I can't even stand <laughs> that being on this list. Well, I mean, bit. I'm fine. I'm fine with seeing the Mathcore albums on here. Yeah, but like not... Conver- Converge is one thing, Dillinger's another. Eh. Well, they they also have like Faith No More on this, so like. True. Yeah, but I mean the mid like the middle period of this list, every single album just seems like it should be higher. Like, is yeah. is <laughs> or is it like the the seventh is sorry, excuse me, is seventh son of a seventh son really really better than Converge? Like, yeah, I don't know about that. <clears throat> I don't know about And then, that. like, we see Blackwater Park at, like, 55. It's funny, because, like, you know, as, as as metalheads who got really into into metal, like, in a very post-internet age, like, all these albums that are that are just heralded as, as perfect in the current internet age just mm-hmm. are like, oh, yeah, this album's at, like, a 93. <laughs> like, 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 Oceanic, like, Blackwater Park. Um, like, I don't know, I'm sure they're, I'm sure they're, like, all the Agalock records, like, these albums, they're untouchable, they're, they're perfection, and it's funny seeing them just get eclipsed by, like, the eighth Judas Priest album I've never heard of. Right. Or even, like, Destroy, Erase, Improve is on this list, and I'm like, that's not the best Meshuggah album. By any means. Like, in no way, shape, or form is it. I I don't know. Uh, Dude, these lists, these lists are all just ass, seriously. It's bad. Um... Shout out to Carcass Heartwork being on there. Of course, dude. Uh, Alright, let's go... Let's go to Rate Your Music now. Um, and I mean, Rate Your Music, I expected the hipster like Ben to make it a little better, and it is a little better, but like I said, it's the a top little three bit, Black Sabbath, and the top two are Metallica. The, I think the first one that hasn't been on either list that is on, on this list is Dope Throne, which... Is honestly surprising because, like, I expect I expect Dope Throne to be like always in the top. 25 oh yeah, it's Dope Throne <laughs> like, because it's like that is just the fucking Stoner Doom album, uh, and it's just it's really wild. Um, you also have Still Life at twenty two, which is really interesting and arguably the most based opinion on any of these <laughs> lists so far is is Last at Feedbacker or at Last Feedbacker on twenty four by Boris. Um, which frankly yeah, no, I, I, I think is deserving of that slot, even though Flood's better. But 
As as we all should agree. Let's as we all that. as we all should agree, Flood is the best Boris album. No, nah, dude, the 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 base Boris take is absolute Tego's their best work. I mean, also Boris doesn't have a bad album. Put what it in your pop mind. album. No, dude. Even then, I I no, I am I a agree. Boris can do no wrong. Stan. Anyway, no, I agree. Yeah, no, and a- then like we we start to, like we see Burzum at twenty six. Well, okay, so I this is interesting because you'd expect. Like, Mayhem's on those lists, on the Rolling Stone list and the Loudwire list. You'd expect Burzum to be on there, too, but it's not. Yeah, and I mean, I don't know how much that has to do with deplatforming a literal neo-Nazi. Or, <laughs> but at the same time, like, I don't know, Burzum should, like, Phil, Phil, Phil Sulfim should probably be on there somewhere. It, I mean, it absolutely should. It, it invented a genre. It invented a subgenre that is one of the most populous subgenres of metal today, mm-hmm. so... I like seeing like like then like I'm amazed Obscura isn't on all the other lists. That like, too. Mm-hmm. Or like like we get to see Cryptopsy here, which thank Christ, like we get we get some like underground extreme representation. Yeah. Um, and like more death dissection. Mm-hmm. Love to see it. Immolation. Ashes against the grain. Well, isn't the mantle higher on this list? I thought the no, dude. Not. Ashes is the highest. What the what the frick? What the frick? Dude? Which is wow. just wrong, because let's be real, Mantle's the better album. I agree. Um, no, if you want to, if you want to get hit with the the amazing Agalock takes, it's the uh, it's the Serpent one. What's it? They're oh. like their 2011 one. Yeah. Um. But yeah, as you go on past the 40, you have Oliver, More Emperor, Bolt Thrower, um, Morbid Angel, Dismember, Dark Throne, Merciful Fate, like. There's there's Agalock. Um again. Mm. It's just this seems like a much more don't want to show bias towards rate your music, but this is a much more diverse <laughs> list. Cause yes, you still have your motorhead album once every like ten albums motorhead <laughs> album. Fine. You know what? I'll take that if Immortal is next to it. Like sure. Yeah. I will take Defenders of the Faith if Oceanic is next to it. Or like yeah. I'll take I'll take Diamond Head if fucking Weakling is next to it. By the way, <laughs> Dennis Dreams is a good album. I don't know if it deserves the spot, but um. <laughs> I don't know if it. Do- yeah, no, I I agree. Like even as you sort of get to the back half of the hundred, we see like Edge of Sanity by Crimson. Yeah, all, all right. Or or sorry, I I messed that up. Crimson by Edge of Sanity. Yeah. Or like we get the uh, like <laughs> you know Crack the Sky. Which is actually the best Mastodon album. Fact. We see Unquestionable Presence, which, like, should be on all these lists. And uh, it, it just feels it feels a lot better. Mm-hmm. 82, Nesfit by Demolich. Should be on every list, by the way. Uh, but it's not, yeah. obviously. Um, it's, it's interesting that, like, the clear RYM bias. There were, like, three Burzum albums before Der Mysterious Dumb Satanas. Yeah. I think the newest album actually on this one, I could be wrong, is um, Paracletus, which is like number 100, which is another Wait, Paracletus thing. is number 100 what? No, Paracletus, excuse me, is number 93. Um, That's by Death's Bell Omega for you non- Well, the way RYM does it is its number of ratings. Well, it's number of... It's a formula. They have a formula for it. Yeah, the formula's a little different, but I guarantee in, like, ten years, we'll start to see more, like... um, Sure, but even... It it still goes to show that the old heads are 
entirely controlling the you know that that list because that is the newest one I'm as I'm going through. Yeah, that that is the only 2010 representation in the top 100 is um, that album, which it also. Are we endorsing uh, Nazi pedophiles once again? I see. Um. <laughs> yeah, no, I, it's funny. There's just there's a very very clear bias to albums released 80 years ago. Um, and like, uh, there should be more bolt throwers. There should be more demi liches mm. here, because like these albums are unbelievably important for like for the the livelihood of like extreme metal. Because let's be real, in 2020, how many bands are picking up their guitars and going into into Reaper and recording them Sabbath worship, and how many bands are recording like Whitechapel worship, which in turn got their stuff from Obscura, which in turn got their stuff from Demi Lich. So like. Yeah, it's I I, it's it's interesting to look at. But one of the most interest I I think the um metal storm top two hundred list is actually very interesting because it is. Oh my god, it's bizarre! It's so wild. It's 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 half of it is like really underground picks, and then the other half is just fucking with the normal see that like we got from our Rolling Stone and our Loudwire. Just switching everything up. Like, Blackwater Park's number one, which is not a pick you ever see. Because there, there isn't a Black Sabbath album until number seven. Like, yeah. That's shocking. You have Agalock's two, like, opuses at number 11 and 12. And, like, you also have something like Led Zeppelin Four at number 13, where you're like, well, that's not a metal album, but you know what? Like, <laughs> I'll take that, it. like I, I'll take it. And that album probably yeah. did have a lot to do with like what had come after it. Um, yeah, and I, it's it's cool because you see these juxtaposed with like your typical albums, but in different orders. Like, it's bizarre seeing Rust and Peace ahead of both Metallica like good albums. Because I mean, like that's biz- kind of right. There's there's more Megadeth worship nowadays than there is Metallica worship. That's for sure. Yeah, that's funny. Yeah, and then uh, like we—it's uh, funny how much Opeth's on this list. Seriously. Yeah. Um. Yeah. The there's only there's only one Black Sabbath album in the top twenty-five. So I think that obviously I don't I don't exactly trust the Metal Storm ranking. Just yeah, Metal Storms reasons. are Metal Storms the Wild West, honestly. Yeah. Um. But it's definitely something else to look at. Like, there's a bunch of Rush albums on this list. Um, yeah, we see like in the court of the Crimson King, mm-hmm. a bunch of Prague, which is fair. A lot be- more Prague, because yeah, Pro- Prague's like been the commercial backbone of a lot of heavy metal, yeah, throughout the years. Mm-hmm. And like, like wa- Winter Sun, wow, Summoning, ooh, yeah, no, seriously. Um, Poor, okay, is Fear of a Blank Planet really metal? Uh, uh, I don't know. That's kind of hard to. Well, okay, but Led Zeppelin Four is not metal. True. What and the like, heck is Green? What the heck is Green Carnation? And how they're a prog band. This band. They're a prog band. What do you mean? They had a new album this year. Really? They've been around for a long time. That was um, um actually, small small quick uh tangent. Um, Sam and I did a, a thing a few months ago where we took all a bunch of plus one plus hour metal albums and listen to them in order 
for like a day. Would not recommend. <laughs> Would not recommend. But the Green Carnation album that's on this best of list at number 54 uh, was one of the cut albums from that list. Because it's it SMH. Is one, it is one 60 minute track. Uh, but anyway. Uh, yeah, there's a clear prog bias here, but at the same time, we get like albums that that you know just don't see other lists. And they're no, seriously. Cool, like... Hey, there's there's Draconian at number sixty three with their two thousand three oh album, two thousand five album. Um, there's it... a oh gosh, what? there's Orphan Land. I like I never in a million <laughs> years would I expect to see Orphan Land on this yeah, list. Yeah, no, me neither. But even it's, like... it's funny. No, you go, you go. I was gonna say like it's funny seeing like that all these lists choose from Mars as the one Gojira album when like you'd think that other people would like I don't know that's probably right but there could be a case made for the others and the others are certainly more commercially viable which you know is how these lists seem to be generally organized. Yeah. Um, yay, Magua at one hundred nine with exercises and futility. This this list also. It still has, it still suffers from the old head problem, as I guess we'll call it. Well, oh my but, god, oh my god, dude. Leprous is at 163 with tall poppy syndrome. What? Really? That's, that's, that's a wild pick. That that's a wild pick. That is an interesting pick. Um, but yeah, no, it still suffers the old head problem. Uh, but it remedies it a little bit better. Because I think the, actually, I'm going, the first 2010 album is. Oh god. Oh, it's Aquilus with Grissius, which no one knows about. So let's go with the first commercial one. Is Exercises in Futility at 109. So like, I guess if you're going to get anything out of this really rambly podcast, it's that there needs to be more representation of post-2010 music in Best of Metal lists because Mm -hmm. there really is just not any. Yeah, or like and also give it some damn criteria like say oh most yeah. influential albums most you know commercially important albums like talk about that shit because if you're just going to say like give this nebulous term the best metal albums ever that means so many different things to so many different people and if you have like five staff writers that are all 63 <laughs> compiling a list and they've they've only yeah. listened to black sabbath in the past 30 years like chances are no seriously it it just doesn't I mean, it makes total sense commercially. They want to get clicks on their album, and like, sure, you can go up to the, um, like the 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 like card for the 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 website link, and your top is black. You know, you have Black Sabbath, Iron Maiden, Ozzy Osbourne, Metallica, Slayer, Pantera, Judas Priest, Tool, Dio, and System of a Down. Like, someone's gonna click on that. Like, yeah, totally. That, it, that, yeah, I mean, if if they throw like for if they throw a Piron album on there, for example, <laughs> like <laughs> who's yeah, gonna no click gonna, on that? No one's gonna be like, "What the fuck?" Well, dude, it, this is like this is why like all the newer, like, I guess not newer, but all the metal blogs don't cover, don't touch the shit with a ten foot pole, because like there there really is no point in attempting to quantify such a a huge genre with so many amazing releases over sixty years, and when every single writer has a huge like difference in taste like i think one of the most interesting um top 10 lists ever is like amg like angry metal guy himself's top 10 albums of the 2000s sure let's look at that like because it really shows that like everything just comes down to personal taste and 
like the the will of the writer when it comes to these lists because the term best of is just so nebulous mm-hmm. i gotta whip out the list yeah i want to find that list um it's specifically of 2000s all right i got it so number 15 Ishan's 2008 album <laughs> angle i've never listened to it okay flesh god apocalypse oracles 2009 number 13 mabul orphan land at 2000 uh 2004 amana marth with odin on our side 2006 amorphous three amorphous albums at number 11 <laughs> <laughs> the 2006 catatonia 2007 primordial 2002 talk i've never heard of talk um do you, you haven't heard of talk dude what do you mean you haven't heard of talk i haven't heard of talk um trust me you've heard of talk all right fair number seven Vinter sorg six cynic five blaze four enslaved three shining two symphony x and one opeth so like if you did not recognize like half of those things like i I don't know. I think there's something right about that. Because everyone's going to have a different criteria about what makes the best metal album of all time. I mean, like, hell, if I go on my, like, personal best of shit ever, like, I don't know. The stuff I enjoy the most is, like, Bellwitch and, like, I guess New Era Contortionist. Yeah, I know. I always, we always joke about it, but like my best song of all time is probably Clairvoyant, and that's no, a seriously. huge meme. <laughs> yeah, no, like it's a it's a total meme, and like I I feel like I could defend my point about why I like that album so much, and I mean that that's just really interesting because do you really I don't know do people think that Paranoid is like the best album of all time? Probably not. It's just like uh, well, it's probably the most influential. Yeah, but even that, I don't know. I I don't I don't know. I guess it, that's it's just. I think uh, that's why I think like I think Heavy Blog with their yearly lists do a great job because the way they get their rankings is every single one on the staff makes a top fifty list and then they use an algorithm to determine of the top fifty who gets the to be in the right order. Hey, that makes sense. I mean, that does make sense for like how to come up with something like that. Because, like, I'm sure if Rate Your Music did the same thing with, like, because that, you know, you can make your own list and whatever. Like, that would be a very interesting list. I mean, it would be, mine would be very different from that. Yeah, I mean, look, everyone, at the end of the day, we all have very, very different personal tastes in Mm -hmm. the world. Like, saying, oh, I like metal music is like saying I like classical music. Like, there's infinite metal music, and all of it sounds incredibly different, and all of it pulls from very different areas. Mm -hmm. And just and it's it's just sort of a dumb characterization to focus on 10 albums released within 20 years and always saying oh these are the best metal albums of all time when the scope of the genre is just so much bigger yeah absolutely uh, well what do you all right adam you, so are, are we making our top 100 of all time now i mean we could but i even then i i don't know if i'm worth it i yeah, I, I mean don't i think- i I don't. Think I, don't I know qualified. I'm not worth it, <laughs> and that's, you know, it's saying something because like, I know a lot about metal, and yet I I feel so un like even 
I don't know. What I'm trying to say is, the old heads don't have any inclination about the new stuff, and the new heads don't have any inclination about the old stuff. Obviously. Like, there are some... Out, like, I gotta be honest, I've never listened to Slaughter of the Soul all the way through. I've never done it. Heretic. You know? Like, I've never listened to, like, most of the Judas Priest discography. I've never listened to, like, a single Motorhead album all the way through. <laughs> well, I wouldn't blame you for that one. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's it, it's hard to have all that knowledge. Um, so. Yeah, I fully agree. Like, at the end of the day, you really can't expect, like, one or two or even, like, five individuals to just encompass an entire genre spanning 60 years with 150,000 releases. Yeah. And that's that's just a dumb task. And, like, it really is just to click things. Because, like, if you want to look at statistics, these things boost, like, readership to an absurd extent. Oh, yeah. Like, on, on our blog, it, it is a dumb number of increases in views solely on the fact that it is, like, the best albums of the year. Like and Oh, yeah, like, dude, if, if we wanted our blog to blow up, we'd do, like, a top 1,000 metal albums of all time list, and there's no way we're qualified to do that. No, seriously, like, the Sumac Review has, like, 12 readers. The Vatican Shadow, 10 readers. Like, Atramentus, 11. Mazartham, 12. Uh, Primitive Man, 18. And then you go to our best albums of 2019... 58 like granted we don't have a lot of readership but at the same time that is almost a 500 percent increase <laughs> in readership okay and with something like on the scale of a loudwire or a rolling stone like people are gonna click on that and oh, totally. a lot of fucking people. i mean hell we're clicking on it like we yeah. don't read these publications at all and we're clicking on it so Oh my god, Speak, uh, we didn't really touch on it, but the uh, the Rolling Stones top 500 albums of all time was hysterical. That list is atrocious, and the metal representation is exactly what you'd expect. It's bad. It is bad. If we want to, I mean, we can touch on that. We're, we've kind of moved off the subject of metal, but I think we can get on to the bigger list of just bad lists as a whole. Yeah, like, at the end of the day, this is really just an attempt for these, look, an it's a tough pill to swallow, but, like, written publication's dying, and it's going to be dead sooner rather than later. And this is really just an attempt for these these publications to, you know, get their yearly viewership boost so they can get AdSense and they can get donations to keep in, to stay in business. Like, yeah. why do you think, why do you think, like, Pitchfork do, did, does, like, a uh, several top ten lists every year? Because if you look at the numbers, they get way more revenue from that than anything else they do, and it makes people talk about it. It makes people shit on them. Makes people agree with them. It get it, it gets the people going, as yeah. uh, as Will Smith once said. Um, and I mean that's why they do it. And we're part of the problem by shitting on it. Yeah, we are. But I mean, it's so it's so entertaining because like it's such a bold statement. It's like, no, 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 no. Here, it's not like, oh, this album's good or this album's okay. It's these are the best albums of all time, and everyone listens to music. So, it's yeah, it's hard. Look at the true enemy. The true enemy is capitalism. At the end of the day. Also, you know what I realized about this list about the five hundred greatest Rolling Stones. Um, Billy Eilish is is like 4.98, yeah. Billy Eilish is 4.98. There's compilations, which is just cheating. Um, and there's a Harry Styles album at 4.91. Um, but 
another thing is there's no Godspeed you Black Emperor on this list. What the heck? No, seriously, like, and that's something that, like, I guess music snobs would, I mean, I freaked out over it. Like, I expect to see that on the list. Because it's just, it's so fucking, it's Godspeed you Black Emperor. It's got, Yeah, it's, it's, God's, it's Godspeed you Black Emperor, like. Yeah. Like, you yeah, know. Dude, this list is this list is atrocious. Yeah, don't, don't <laughs> honestly don't even waste your time. Like, there are some good picks of like jazz and like early like fucking like I guess Brit rock, but like yeah. Well, isn't the best? Didn't isn't Marvin Gaye the best album of all time? Yes. Like, uh, like Bad Bunny is on this list. Yeah, Bad Bunny. Isn't Bad Bunny like really high? Bad Bunny. Bad Bunny X 100 Pre is 447 behind Alice Coltrane and Yes. Like, um. where, where, where does it go? Like, The Weeknd's 2015 album is higher than Close to the Edge. Like, let that, let that sit for a moment. Oh, you know, gosh, dude. You know, it's one thing if, like, fucking, you know what? Usher's Confessions is 432. And higher than close to the edge, I was gonna defend <laughs> it, but no, I, I I can't because yeah, it's undefended. All right, yeah, this this well, the thing is, this is these lists. This list in particular is just designed to get people like us pissed off, of and like course. it's it's painful because like every three picks you're gonna get mad at something. Yeah, and sure. it's really like it really is impossible to look at the entire world of music and look at you know, 80 years of recording history and be like, uh, yeah, Taylor Swift's red better than all this, you know? <laughs> yeah. Cause that, don't get me wrong. Taylor Swift's red. Good album. But, yeah. uh, yeah, there uh, are, there are some, there are some base picks here though. No, there don't, there absolutely are some like, like you're like, whoa, like, okay. Seriously. Yeah. They, they put a Liz Fair's debut at like, um, like 22 or something and no. i i hardly i hard disagree with that but that's a base pick mm-hmm. i mean i was hell, like even, sam i don't know who liz fair is but i'll give it to you i'll give it to you i mean like neutral milk hotels on this list like sonic youth on this list like okay sure yeah i'll i'll bite but it, it just I, I don't know man it's really crazy no, I, yeah i agree Oh gosh! This the more you look at it, the angry it just makes you. No, because you're gonna you're gonna go on and you're gonna be like, oh okay, in the airplane over the sea, yeah, the defining indie album of all time. And oh wait, there's three hundred more picks that are better than this album, including yeah, right. vampire, including Vampire Weekend, who you know was definitely influenced by that record. Coldplay is above fucking that album, like Lana Del Rey. I don't know. It's yeah. I like there's aggravated. the the pick that gets me is Beyonce's Lemonade at thirty two. Uh, like, granted, I'm not the target demographic for Beyonce, but like, is is that album really better than every other one behind it, including like Loveless? <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, like, is the rem- is Graceland worse than Lemonade? Is OK Computer worse? Than lemonade is the rise and fall of Ziggy Stardust and the Spiders from Mars. Re- talking Heads remain in light. Blonde on blonde, like Rubber Soul. Oh my God! It doesn't make 
oh, God, <laughs> dude, it's just the it's, pain. It is so frustrating. Um, but I guess that is what it is. It is what it is. Um, yeah, I mean, it's it's funny because like I think I, I joked about this when the list came out. I was like, all right, uh, take a shot every time you see paranoid master of puppets and like the black album and lo and behold you're taking three shots right there yeah oh gosh i don't know at the end of the day best i think most people would agree that best of lists are dumb yeah they're but there's a reason why we do them (laughs) there's a reason why we do them but i do think that isolating them to time and specificity is important um totally like you got to give criteria because if you're just like best of all time like that's your watch mojoing it there. Yeah, no. Ugh, which is crazy. Well, but you know what? News time. Ding 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 ding. We're ringing the news bell. What do you got? What do you got for me, Sam? Well, uh, well, I'm I'm gonna hit you with a uh, metal musicians react to Donald Trump losing the election. Oh yeah. What do we got? Well, it's funny because like, I'd say as a demographic. Like, at least now, metal fans generally skew liberal for whatever reason. But you always get the really, really vocal, <laughs> like, like <laughs> conservative metalheads. And man, there are just, there are some gems here. Give, give me, lay it on me. Oh, gosh, I gotta find, I gotta open up the, uh, the article now. All right, well, in the uh, meantime. In the meantime, talk about Doja Cat's say-so performance. Okay, so very recently... Doja Cat did a metal performance of Say So on the, like, MTV Music Awards or whatever the fuck. Um, and, like, it's just, that is, that is what I can see alongside Poppy as, like, what metal is evolving into. We talked about this in another episode, obviously, but it was good. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed listening to Doja Cat sing Say So over a fucking metal instrument. A Plenty riff. A Plenty dude, riff. Dude, did you have, did you listen to the Plenty song? Yes, I listened. It's uh, lit, like, it's, it's the, it's not like inspired. It's the exact same thing. Yeah. Um, huh. Nim got inducted into the. Yes, sorry. I was going to mention, I have it up. Yeah. Our guy Trent and, and the gang, they, they're in the uh, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Good for them. Good for them. Mm. Fucking took long enough. Yeah, right. Unbelievable. I... Um, Geezer Butler has called WAP disgusting. <laughs> okay, boomer. Yeah. Well, um, okay, I will say, I think that's, that's sort of taking the interview out of the context. At the end of the quote, he says, well, I'm 71 years old. What does my opinion really matter? Musical I mean, trends come and go. Yeah. I I get... Like, I'm not surprised that Geezer Butler called it disgusting, but it exists. Um, did you watch... Have you watched any of the, uh, the Mr. Bungle virtual concert? No. Apparently the new album's amazing, though. I, I've liked it. I mean, it, it's all just re- it's re-recording, but, like, it, it's good. It's a good, like, weird death metal album um you also have to be you also let's death thrash you have to be um okay if you like one mr bungle song like of this style you'll like the whole album but if you don't like if you can't stand mike Patton's, um like 
I guess, um, like, spoken screaming. Because he's a very punk scream. Uh, if you can't handle that on stuff like Dead Cross um, and, like, Phantomas, then you're not going to really get into this. Because if there is one thing that I personally have to critique, it is the vocals, which I don't feel <laughs> fit. I don't feel fit the music. And that's nothing against Mike Patton. Obviously, he's immensely talented and, you know, he's Mike Patton. He'll rip my throat out <laughs> if I critique him. But um, if I had any critique, it would do that. No, I, I gotcha. I, uh, I mean, I, t- I gotta listen to it. Uh, yeah. We got a we got a mother heckin' uh, Foo Fighters teasing a new album. New Foo Fighters album. Yep. I I, I heard. But I that. mean, that's not super interesting, and we'll talk about more albums that are gonna come out. But I think the I think the the best news of the week is that German study reveals low to very low risk of COVID nineteen spread at indoor gigs if precautions are met. I mean, yeah, COVID-19, Pfizer vaccine coming up, too. Um, yeah, that's that's really good. Hopefully uh, hopefully that happens before next year. So uh, yes. the metal vans and metal venues and, and people just working in the music industry don't literally die. Yep. And it'd be nice to go to a concert again. <laughs> <laughs> no way. I don't buy it. Uh, yeah. Um, I mean, at this point, do you want to talk about releases? It's actually kind of a dry release week. Really? I'm looking at it. A little bit, little bit, little bit. There's some, there's some spice. Um, <laughs> there's a lot some of, mild spice. A lot of good re-releases actually, and like what? live stuff. So like, Wait, isn't Horus, there is a new Periphery album coming out or yes. live Periphery album? Live Periphery album on Friday. Um, Boris is re-releasing Amplifier Worship and Absolute Tego. Yeah, all right. <laughs> uh, Swans is re-releasing Child of God, um, and that's for all for re-releases. But new ACDC. I mean, we don't care, but like that's big. <laughs> big album. Gosh, what? Well, yeah, we really don't care, but that is big. Yeah, uh, new Catatonia. We don't care. Ooh. Also big. New Jesu. New Jesu. Um. New, new uh, dude, Dark Buddha Rising. Yeah, New That's Dark Buddha Rising. Um, there's also um, a death metal album by a band called A Feather and Bone that I've actually really liked the singles for. They're yeah, dude. Uh, they're on Black albums. Market and AMG Game at 3.5, and that's definitely one I got to check out. Yep. Is um, that like war metal? Um, no, it's just it's hardcore influenced death metal. It's all the same because they were well, they were a hardcore band that transitioned into a death metal band. So, um, yes. Yeah, I Let's mean, see what else. It should be a. We've, it should be an interesting week. We've also got. Do you know Metalum has a new function? Uh, a function before that, by the way. Do they have a? Uh, oh really? Function? Yeah, they have a thing. Um, I think Emperor is also re-releasing all of their material. <laughs> it's um, almost like being in quarantine. All these musicians need sources of income. Yeah, let's see what else we have. Yep, I, mean, course, I, th- I think that's it. Cause I had the uh, I brought up the toilet of hell, and they really they cover most things. Uh, is that a new Marduk album? No way. No, I don't think so. Wait, wait, hold on. It might be. No, no, it's not. 
Never mind. I lied. <laughs> new Marduk album. Oh, just kidding. No, no. No new Marduk. Um just trying to go and trying to see. Uh Yeah, that probably looks like about Oh, I think it. there's a new sadness album. There's always a new sadness album. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. Yeah, no, I think I'll that's listen a new thing. To it. I'll 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 peep. Um all right. It's an EP, Sam. So, ha, what's the difference? Oh, by the way, we gotta we gotta have like a podcast devoted to the the new Eternal Champion album. Have you listened to it? I did. I haven't yet. It's like one of those things where I know it's amazing, but I have such strong hatred for that style of music. It's, it's like it's like shit. What's the band from last year that put out that everyone Idle Hands? fucking Idle Hands? Yes, Idle Hands. Yeah, like it's the music's executed flawlessly, but oh my god, it's I gotta wrestle with my the cognitive dissonance. We can uh, we can talk about that. We can talk yeah, about I that think next I week. I think it'll be a good I think it'll be a good uh, album podcast. All right, that's that's fair, but uh, yeah, I don't know what else. Uh, yeah, yeah, no, I, I mean, I think I think that's a, I think that that about wraps it up. Uh, the, in conclusion, best of lists are dumb. Yes, <laughs> and they're uh, it's it's just a I forget. There's a Marx quote about this, but I don't know. Capitalism's Jesus, bad. Jesus Christ. <laughs> um. Yeah. All right. Fair enough. I'm well, Sam. I, I'm Adam. And I don't know, PML Guy Podcast, check us out on Spotify, Anchor, YouTube, iTunes, Podcasts, anything you'd think of. Yeah, there's a whole bunch of podcasting apps that you can uh you can check us out on. And you know what? We have been slacking on our formal review department, so read some of those backlog reviews. There are a few back there that don't have a lot of views. I wonder who's been slacking. I know I've been slacking, but check out check Check out some of those albums that have, you know, some low views. And obviously, we can do all the self-promo we want, as it is, in fact, our podcast and our blog that we're speaking about. Um, but, like, I don't know. The Greg Pucciato review only has five views. Like, that's a shame, because that album's, that, that album's really great. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Shameless self-promo. That's another thing we should talk about at some point, is how weird our fucking review viewership is. Um, but yeah, I don't know, like, the Caligula's Horse Review only has eight reads. Like, what? Wow. Yeah, I don't you know, know. You know. You know what the most important thing for getting view count up? What? Uh, consistent release schedules. Alright, you know what? <laughs> we had... We had a pretty good run. And you know what? We're doing well with the podcast. So thank you to all of our wonderful listeners at home. We should say that because uh, we've never said that before. But thank you to our wonderful listeners at home for tuning in, I guess weekly at this point, to the PM Metal Guide podcast. As this is a constant currently. Uh, we are going to continue doing this for as long as we see fit. So there you go. There we go. But anyway, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, all right. Yeah, all right. All right.